0: FluidDental.com.
1: This is the Last Minute Blues podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. It is the Last Minute Blues podcast. Donnie Fandango, Jeff Burton, Jamie Rivers. We're here. We're doing it again, and boys. We're getting closer to actual games and things with our hockey team. I didn't think it would ever come.
2: We actually got hockey, boys like yeah, it's actually happening like i was in the building on monday and i the blues were on the ice oh. i was in the building yesterday and the blues were on the ice guess what i was in the building again today and guess what the blues were on the ice Dude. it's almost like it's hockey season <laughs> i was like <laughs> wait a minute like that. holy cow i'm like guys it's july what are you doing yeah and they're like the, didn't you get the memo i was <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh how many you know i was thinking oh, about yeah. that. where you been ribs <laughs>
0: I have been drinking a lot. You just thought you weren't rehired <laughs> by the Blues, yeah. that's all. What the hell happened? What just happened? I didn't get that email, apparently. What has it been, and I'm going to jump real quickly here, but what has it been as far as how many NHL players have opted out? Is it been like Is it like five? It's like five or six. Now, Andrew Shaw uh, opted out at the last
2: second, but he was uh, suffering from a concussion anyway, so there's no chance of him playing, right. so he
0: opted out. Okay, so the reason why I say that is really just to set up a really good joke is that from now on... If you're a fringe player and you don't get, you're not in the lineup that night. You don't say oh, I was a healthy scratch. I opted out of the game. That's <laughs> oh all. yeah, I'm just gonna opt out tonight. Or,
2: yeah, I was unable to go. That's the new one because yeah. you can't say injuries at all. So the the player is either fit to play or unable to go. So I'd just be like, uh, you know, you're cruising the bar, which you won't be doing. But if you're talking, I <laughs> your, not be doing. <laughs> catch myself there. But if you're talking to your relatives, yeah, you know what, I was just unable to go.
0: So. <laughs> or if you're a Burton, you'd be talking to your relatives in the bar. In the bar,
2: yes. Outside of the
1: bubble. Right. Yeah. So when does ac- training camp start Monday? Officially, no. It started oh, this no, no, Monday. Oh no! It started this Monday, Donnie. It's happening no, no, right now. I, I'm sorry. I, I I'd seen Tarasenko skating around and all those sorts of things. Jesus, I'm friggin' I'm friggin terrible. But I didn't think it was like the official start of it. But now I'm looking back in my brain and seeing that people were talking about tweets from Craig Berube barking out orders uh, during drills, which is something that during my lifetime I have to see. That. Right? You've yes. never I've... seen him run a practice? Oh, oh dude, man, you gotta. Oh,
0: it's it's the best. I don't know. It's fun.
1: And here's the thing, okay. There's two sides to this. I don't know that I am mature enough and professional enough to sit there and not be giddy as shit when I'm watching you're, some
0: awesome. Let me help you out. You're not.
1: Because <laughs> right, I've seen so. you around hockey players,
0: <laughs> like, you know, big, big time hockey players that you're not around all the time. You're just like, like say, I'm the same way, I'm the exact same way. The professionalism just goes out the window. Well, Chief is awesome
2: because... The best part about practices with Chief is you don't know if the team won 7 nothing the night before yeah, yeah, or yeah. lost 7 And that's a
0: good thing, in all honesty, right? The consistency of it. Yeah.
2: And, and, you know, that's what helped the Blues last year through while well, coming from the bottom and then through the playoffs as well was the mission and the goal never changed and the, the standard never changed. When they were losing, Chief still had this standard, and then when they started to win, it stayed the same so the players know, okay, guess what? This is the standard. If he's barking at me...
0: It's because I need it. Right. And that's it. That's one of the reasons why I think, and besides the fact that I'm a homer for the Blues, is that they have such a great chance to win this thing again because pandemic or not, Berube's going to be like hand pass or not, whatever, this is what we got to do.
1: Does anybody have any inherent advantages or disadvantages or... You know what I'm saying, like yeah, like, the guys that look at some of the teams are getting
2: guys back that had two and three guys injured. Like the Avalanche had like two or three top players. Yeah, because McKinnon yeah.
1: was hurt when when they all yeah, went and down. and Rantanen
2: you know? was out. He was kind of day to day, so those guys will be back, which certainly makes them a, a formidable yeah. opponent. But the advantage that the Blues have, and for real, without being Mister, you know, Sergeant St. Louis here is what mm-hmm. I call those people. Without being that guy. The pandemic is an odd situation, and to your point, Jeff, about the hand pass where they're able to block that out, well, they're going to go back saying, listen, guys, yeah, it was a pandemic, but guess what? We're not the only ones who had to deal with it, so it's not just us having to be mentally tough through this. We are tougher, period, because of what we've gone through, so they're going to have an advantage, and the number of players that the Blues still have on their their current team that were part of the Stanley Cup run last year, it's astronomical. I think they only have, like, two new faces if that. I mean there's there's Falk, there's Kairu, but Kairu is part of the organization. I think that's it. Oh, Scandela. Yeah. Okay, Scandella. but Scandela fit in. fit
0: in. I mean, wow. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: that's a huge advantage for the blues. And they're not changing their systems. Nothing they do is fancy, right? So they can play blues style hockey, grinding it along the wall, getting in deep, holding on to the puck, doing all the things that they do.
1: You can do that coming out of a pandemic. So let me ask you this. You are Jamie Rivers. You are now the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche. You have to coach against the Blues. Yeah. How do you do that?
2: Well, Colorado has a tremendous amount of speed, and that's how you're going to have to beat the Blues, and you're going to have to be super, super solid on transition. They check so tight, and the only way to beat that is to have great passing, and then you must push the pace up the ice. You have to continue to advance the puck up the ice. If you – curl back or regroup, it could be your death because the Blues are so tight on you. They have tons of back pressure, which is back-checking. is just a new fancy word for it. Back-checking, they come in and they don't give up. So a guy like Nathan McKinnon, Miko Ranton, and all these other guys, it's got to go D-to-D up somewhere, even if it's just chipping it along the wall and next guy slash supporting up the ice and we just keep pushing the pace up the ice to put the Blues on their heels. And then you're going to have to adopt a physical mentality on the Blues defenseman. Because every time they move the puck, they're looking to join the attack. Every single time. And we used to say the same thing about Nick Lidstrom. You got to bump him. Slow him down a little bit. By game two, game three, it's going to be more effort to get going every single time. And that's how you wear a guy down. Look at Eric Carlson from the Sharks last year where the Blues put a beating on him. Right? Yeah. So that's the strategy for teams against the Blues. Is play with that pace. Advance the puck. Finish the D. Uh, and certainly turnovers. You don't want to have turnovers. The Blues are excellent in transition.
1: Boy, it's really nice when our team's the good team. That yeah, have do it's that, so too. much nicer to do this, too. <laughs> That's way better than the other way. The good thing about this, guys, is
2: although some people would argue with me, they'd be wrong. But anyways, ah. uh, the, the Blues' success doesn't necessarily come down to perfect execution. Okay, because they outwork the opponent, they grind it out, they certainly have good passing, they, they regroup, protect the puck as good as any team, maybe the best team in the league at it, but it doesn't require perfection. A team like Colorado, a high-flying team, even the Edmonton Oilers, that requires perfection. To keep the puck moving and to keep it on your tape and to keep possession and to be going with speed, it requires a certain amount of perfection, which plays to the Blues' advantage, because if they check tight enough and they can disrupt enough pucks then the perfection's gone, and now they're playing your game, mm-hmm. which falls right into their hands.
0: So we are set up, and I always say we, the Blues are set up to make a, a run as deep as you can call this. Thank goodness before the pandemic they set themselves you know, with a nice record and all that kind of stuff to be able to get into this Ron Robin thing. My question to both of you guys, and I'll, I'll say my answer first, because it's probably wrong, is <laughs> the most important aspect or person with the Blues as far as, you know, when they get back on the ice, like who is the most important person? I know a lot of people will say Bennington and maybe that's because that's the right answer to me. I think it's the coach for the reason that I said at the top of the podcast is because he just seems to keep everybody pointed down the road. What? You know, you don't get distracted with hand passes. Let's not get distracted with with the stoppage in play. Mm-hmm. It's still me against you playing hockey. We, can, like you said, every other team dealt with this too. I think Craig Berube is the the most important person for the Blues. I think it's Pennington, man. I think
1: it, I think I I've think you, that too. And that's I mean, not I a wrong go,
0: answer. Go, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I want you to.
2: Rewind it a little right, bit, hang and on a no, no, Where's no, no, the not, not on this. physically oh. rewind it. <laughs> Jesus, Jeff, since when do you listen, anyways? Huh? Since when do you listen, anyways? I now, when I love I when should.
1: Jamie gets annoyed with Jeff,
2: I'm I about love to it. crawl over the damn gasket. Him, let it back it up. I'd like to see you do it slowly. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dollar over without here. without the get shirt it, big on boy. again. <laughs> I don't have the oil this time. Now, uh, think about your answer again. Uh-huh. Eliminate Craig Ruby. i make sure, I would be eager to see what your answer is for a player. Okay. For a so,
0: player?
1: Yeah, think about it. Okay. Donnie. I think it's Bennington. Because I think if if the goaltending is not sharp or above average out of the gate, I think that it it could be tough. It might take guys a little bit to kind of the lines to to get into rhythm and things. I think Bennington's gonna have to be good out of the gate.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say that you're not gonna say Bennington because of how good Allen has been as a backup or as a Point, you know. Oh, now you're the carnival guy? You're guessing what I'm guessing? No, yes. I am, actually. <laughs> hey, you don't want me to guess your weight. Trust me. Hey, actually, um, go ahead. Um, <laughs> two, no. Uh, I'm going to say that you're going to say Petrangelo. You're good, Jeff. I know. Somebody listens to my show. Yeah. I I really think. (laughs) about, man. (laughs) Well, you're kind of busy when my show's (laughs) on, okay? I thought you meant. Well, I mean, a lot of glowing things about him here. And and again, I just like Bennington. I think that's a correct answer, too. Yeah. Because he makes everybody so much better.
2: Yes. And so here's the deal, okay? I do honestly think that Bennington is the biggest piece of the pie here, okay? He is the key to everything. Even though Allen's been spectacular. There's no substitute for a guy that goes into game sevens and dominates, Mm -hmm. right? Bennington, Dallas, Bennington, Boston, unbeatable. He is the reason that you were able to win the Stanley Cup last year. So I always take Bennington, put him in a special category because that's where he belongs. Secondary to that, yes, Alex Petrangelo is going to be the key to all this. You know, he's playing some of the top minutes on the team. He plays first minute of the game, last minute of the period, last minute of the game, whether you're ahead, whether you're behind, power play, penalty kill, you name it, this guy is your guy. Some would argue Ryan O'Reilly is too. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. But If you have O'Reilly, Petro, or Bennington, there's no wrong answer. Okay, mm-hmm. But to me you... –
0: <laughs> Mine was wrong. Craig no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> Yours is actually the trump card, right? Because if the coach can't get the job done, then ultimately he's the biggest piece of the... – he's either the biggest success or the biggest uh, mistake at that yeah. point. But when the players you build from the net out, and Bennington, obviously you want to make sure your goalies rock solid, but Petro controls so much of the game. You look at how many minutes the puck is on his stick in a hockey game. He is the quarterback out there. He is running the transition. He's executing the the quick outs on the breakout. He's a one-pass defenseman. It's not off the glass. It's tape to tape. He's joining the attack. And this was probably one of his best, if not the best season he's had personally, So to me, he's the big key, and guess what? He has the C on his jersey. He's the guy that held that cup over his head for the very first time. All his teammates are looking to him for leadership.
1: I'm sorry. Normally you guys end it with something inappropriate, but I'm going to do it today. I have a
0: massive hockey boner right now. I well, I have a kind of sort of massive. Well, <laughs> dude, it's cold in here. <laughs> I was gonna say, Donnie, are you sure you're maybe you're cold? <laughs>
1: I <laughs> cannot wait. I thought that
0: was a chapstick in his pocket. So there is a. And I know we got to wrap up here this time because of me. But uh, first <laughs> exhibition game is Chicago, and when is it? 29th 25th, of July, 29th. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to be able to see it anywhere? I
2: guarantee they're going to put every single game on TV. You the NHL TV? needs
0: revenue, man. You think TV, huh? TV, yeah. Okay. The
1: NHL needs revenue. They need the ad dollars. They need everything. I, right. I honestly am going to take, uh, sometime in that August, I'm going to take one day off and legitimately watch hockey. All day long. And just absolutely wig out on hockey. Oh, dude, that is <laughs> how, That is a great day, man. I'll grab a bottle of Whitetail and be right over. <laughs> all <away. laughs> right. It is the Last Minute Blues podcast. Our boy Jamie Rivers from 101 ESPN and former blue defenseman Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango from 105.7 The Point. Share the podcast if you like it. And we'll be back next week. As always, let's go, Blues. The Last Minute Blues podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com.